Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Loan Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, JC, John Coleman. Dio, what is popping? Well, JC, due to time constraints, we have time for a quick hitter today. Okay. This is not going to be one of those 45-minute, pushing 60-minute episodes. You say that every time you say that, that's what exactly what ends up happening, but let's go. We are in and out in 20, 25 minutes, I promise you. Mm. And this is a little bit of a viewer request. Okay. Yeah, I'll call it a viewer request. We've had several comments coming in on the YouTube channel, on email. Mm-hmm. It's come up in some of our uh, loan officer sales mastermind calls that we do for all of our premium members of tloponline.com. And um, we're going to tackle it because this came from a home buyer asked the question. I had a loan officer ask the question. I had someone within our circle who sells real estate for a living. A similar question came up like, let's just tackle it, let's tackle it. on an episode. Yeah, okay. but before we do, mm-hmm. we got to pay some bills. Yes, we have to give shout-outs where shout-outs are due. Well, my first shout-out I want to give is Captain Brandon. Captain Brandon was the guy that took my mom and I fishing like two months ago. Okay, so it's the coolest story ever, John. Bear with me. So I'm out boating the other day, right, mm-hmm. with my wife and my and my daughter and her friend, cousin Jeff, who's a badass real estate agent over in St. Pete Beach, has us out on the boat. We're looking at some properties that are on the water. Plus, we're kind of doing up all the islands and the beach and stuff. And anyhow, girls had to go pee. So we drove into the marina. Shout out to O'Neill's Marina, one of my favorite marinas in St. Pete. Go over to O'Neill's, slide up, tie up, girls hop off, they pee. We're heading back out, and I can see in the marina a fishing boat captain coming in. He looks over at me, and I look over at him. I'm like, wait a minute. He's like, wait, wait a minute. Ahoy, matey. Yeah, so I, you, know, you always wave when you're boating, right? You always yeah. wave at everybody. So I wave over at him. He's like, oh, hey, man. I'm like, hey, what's up? How'd you guys do? He's like, oh, we did good today. And I was like, yeah, I, by the way, I was just bragging about you because I was just bragging about him because my mom and I had a phenomenal day of fishing when he took us out. I was just bragging about you here and my cousin. And he's like, oh, man, that's awesome. We're starting to pull away. Dude, this guy yells at, hey, by the way. Love your shit. Love it. He goes, love your shit. I was like, oh, that made my heart smile. Skipper. Yeah. Like, this is a a young professional, probably in his mid to late 20s, over in St. Pete, Florida. Met me once, spent four hours with me. I encouraged him, if you'd like to listen to podcasts, he may like listening to the Loan Officer podcast. I let him know, hey, look, Mm -hmm. this podcast is for everybody. Do not let the name fool you. Like, this is a podcast made for people 18 plus who are looking to learn the shit they didn't teach us in school. Like, yes, we lean into mortgage and real estate and personal finance and home buying, but we do topics for business owners and sales professionals, college students alike. So anyhow, shout out to Captain Brandon. Hey, there you go. Yeah. What do you know? I thought that was pretty cool. The show got a fisherman hooked. Oh, lay up. I'm so good at this shit. And speaking of bills, hey, JC and I got bills to pay at this point. Uh-oh. This TLOP thing is taking off. Uh-oh. We're trying to go next level with it. Loan officers, mortgage sales professionals, I'm talking to you right now. If you are looking for a one-stop resource that's chock full of training videos and scripts and PDFs and Excel spreadsheets and live Zoom sales training with me, as well as discounts to some of the best mortgage providers in terms of like 
tech resources, the MBS highways, the knowledge coops, the MLO study buddies, the Finlockers, the Xenixes, the monitor bases, the MMIs, like those types of companies. Please do yourself the favor, check out TLOP, TLOP, online.com. It gives you access to some of the best resources that are used by today's top producers. There is a free membership. There's also a membership that would cost you literally pennies when you consider the value you're going to get less than one half of one funded loan would pay for an entire year. Mm. And you could potentially get 10, $20,000 of the value. Holy shit. So check us out. Word. Check us out. But today's episode, yep. we're going to title this one, John, just straight into the point. Do real estate agents get paid by lenders? Yes, they do. No, they don't. That's illegal. Check out RESPA Section 8. For real? Yes. Oh. One of the biggest misconceptions going on in the industry, my industry, mortgage and real estate, is that the consumer thinks that their realtor is referring a certain lender because that lender pays them for a referral. Lenders, especially my lending friends in Miami. Uh-oh. Y'all should know this, but let me just repeat it for the consumer to hear, for that home buyer to hear. You cannot pay a realtor to refer you. Period. End of story. Home buyers, your realtor cannot be compensated by the lender to refer them. It's that simple. Realtors need a great lender in their back pocket because ultimately, think about this home buyers. Ultimately, if that lender tells a prospective home buyer that their financing's good to go, but then that lender drops the ball. Shit, that's my commission check, bro. Yes, then the realtor just spent how many hours how many weekends, how many nights driving you around, writing contracts, negotiating offers, getting home inspectors out to the property just for you not to be able to buy the home? Yeah. It's a bad look on them. It's a waste of time on them. And they don't get paid because realtors are typically 1099, 100% commissioned subcontractors of their brokerage. And they can't afford to do that. They also can't afford for your experience, home buyers to not be the best experience, they rely on your referrals. They want you to refer them to their, to your friends and your family and your coworkers and your neighbors. But if you have a bad experience, regardless if it was the realtor's fault or not, they understand that oh, it's hard to get a referral out of someone who had a bad experience. Mm -hmm. Plus a good lender is also accountable to that lender, that, that realtor. That realtor needs to be able to pick up the phone and ask questions, status updates. Are we going to close on time? So, 90 times out of 100, 95 times out of 100, when your realtor is promoting a certain lender, they're really stressing you call this lender for your pre-approval, it's because they're looking out for your best interest. Because they know that lender is accountable to them, that lender is proven, that lender may have a certain brand recognition that helps get your offer accepted. But you need to understand that if your realtor is receiving a referral fee from the lender, yeah, you got to turn them in. Like, that's illegal. And anyone who does, does something illegal, blatant, in the black, illegal, turn them in. You can't do that. Now, there are definitely ways that lenders partner with real estate agents. Sure, a lender and a real estate agent may 
partner up on spending money on marketing and advertising. And yes, if a realtor is partnered with someone, meaning John, you're a realtor, you spend $2,000 purchasing leads from realtor.com or from Zillow, and you come to me as your lender and you're like, hey, D.O., I'm spending two grand, but I'm referring all these people to you for the mortgages. How about we share in that cost? Hell yeah. I mean, you can say hell yeah. But that's a hell to the no in terms of ethics. No, so you can do it. Okay. Yeah, so you can do it. Yep. Uh, now, whether or not you want to do it as a lender, that's where you may be like a hell no. But I just want the consumer to know that that is legal. Now, it's not legal for John Coleman, the lender, to pay all $2,000 of that ad spend. John can only spend 50% or less. And I'd make the argument, hey, lenders out there who are tuning in, I'd make the argument that the lender should pay less. A lender should pay less because a lender makes zero commission when someone pays cash. A lender gets paid on loan amount, not on sales price. Realtors get compensated whether someone pays cash or they finance. Realtor gets compensated on the full purchase price, right? So when I'm splitting advertising cost and someone's asking me to pay 50-50 and that someone is a realtor, I'm just going to let you know my take. The world according to Dustin Owen. The world according to Dustin Owen will tell you I'm paying a larger percentage mm -hmm. as it pertains to my ROI than you are, Mr. or Mrs. Realtor. And I would explain to them why I think that way. 20% of every... Um, purchase. It's a cash purchase. I don't get paid on cash purchases. Only you do. And I get paid on loan size. So you may sell a $300,000 home, but that may only be a $250,000 loan. Just something to think about. Something to make you say, hmm, go ahead and chew on that and ponder that. Who holds most of the power, I mean, in the relationship, realtors or lenders? Is it supposed to be equal? What's the perceived balance of power? Realtor holds all the power of the consumer. Again, nine times out of 10, there's always going to be that outlier, right? Malcolm Gladwell likes to write about outliers. Great book. If you're looking for a book recommendation right now, yes, there's going to be that outlier. There are companies out there that coach loan officers, how they can cut out the real estate agent and they can go out and lead generate on their own. And if those companies and their disciples have success, more power to them and high freaking five, high freaking five. Most of us, when I look at the Scotsman guide or the, Mortgage Originator Magazine, top 100, top 1%. And I look at those people's books of business, it's purchase focused, realtor referred. So I'm not saying there aren't other ways to do it, but to answer your question, who holds all the power? Realtors tend to, and here's why. Nobody goes to bed dreaming about going in debt for 15, 20, or 30 years. In fact, People lay in bed dreaming of the day they don't have a mortgage. Mm -hmm. But every night, tens of thousands of people living in our country go to bed dreaming of the day that they can purchase and own a home. So the first stop to them is either Realtor.com, mm -hmm. Zillow, Redfin, Remax, Keller Williams, driving around subdivisions, hitting up open houses. And they go to the Realtor because the Realtor does sexy. I'll show you the home. I got the lock box. Come with me. Yes. I have access to MLS. Let me, let me get a search uh, going right, for you. Yeah. Lenders. It's like, we don't do the sexy. Hey, let me see. Yeah. You make you do work. Let me get your documents. Let me pull your other stuff. It's like annoying. Yeah. Yep. A lender is very much the dietitian. <laughs> yeah. 
and the realtor is a personal trainer. But I'll save your life, damn it. Yes. Like, I'm like, wait a minute. I can show you how just by eating healthy, you never have to go to the gym. No, I don't no. want that. I want, I want that with the realtor showing me. Yeah, no That's one brags funny. about eating healthy. They always brag about whatever their exercise regimen is. I do Pilates. Yeah, I do, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I do spin. I do yeah. triathlons. Did you well, how do you a, eat? Did you drink a gallon of water today? Ah, bah humbug. <laughs> water? Yeah. Yeah, so, so the realtor tends to hold all the power. Mm-hmm. Um, do I lay in bed sometimes and do I dream of the day that that would be flip flopped? Hell yeah. I would love people taking me out to lunch, right. taking me out to, uh, uh, to, to, to coffee, you know, paying for me well, to, yeah. to do these uh, outings and the CE uh, courses. Yeah. yeah. Because look, the consumer does need to know my job as a lender. I do need to bring value to the real estate community and I can bring value by teaching them uh, how to become better sales professionals or by introducing them to certain speakers or certain continuing education opportunities. I definitely want to get to know them on a personal level. I want them to know, like, and trust me. So they refer me. So there's a certain salesmanship that goes into being a successful loan officer. I am building a relationship with your realtor Mm -hmm. in hopes that your realtor wants to refer me like that definitely does happen. And your realtor should refer me because I'm damn good at my job. Not because, oh, I happen to pay for their top golf yeah. or I, I sent them a nice little birthday note. I do that because I want the realtors <laughs> to remember me. Yeah. But ultimately, they should refer me because I'm damn good at my job. Question for you. In your years of experience, how many times has a uh, borrower reached out to you first before even looking for a home on their own accord? Like, hey, I, I'm ready to buy a home, but I thought I should just talk to a lender first before a realtor. Has that ever happened to you? Oh, it happens. Depends on how well that loan officer works their database. Right. So if you're working your database, you have a CRM and you're making your phone calls, you're doing your annual mortgage reviews, you're touching base when it's someone's birthday. Uh, you probably follow them on Facebook and you you respond to uh, their post, you comment, you like, you engage in their life. By the way, I teach all this shit in LO coaching, by the way. Yeah. But if you're doing that, then uh, you could probably upwards of five to 15% of your business mm. could be a past client referral upwards of 20. If you're amazing, like out, like literally outlier, mm. but of that five, 10, 15, 20%, whether it's one in five or whether it's, it's one in 25, how many of those are still in contact with the realtor who, who originally referred mm. them? Right? So even those people, it's like, how rare is it that a, they called me, but B, they called me and they're orphaned. Orphaned means that the realtor who originally mm-hmm. referred them to me is no longer in the business or orphan may be. And this does happen, by the way. Mm-hmm. The realtor that referred them to me is not who they want to work with again. They may have loved me and my team, but they didn't really love their experience in the real estate side. And it happens vice versa, mm-hmm. where someone works with a realtor, they go back to that realtor to buy another house, but they end up using uh, a different lender right. because maybe that lender either A, didn't stay in front of them or B, didn't leave a lasting memory or the lasting memory they, they did leave was a negative one. Right. But it doesn't happen often enough that a realtor and a lender should ever think they're going to have a reciprocal relationship. There's nothing worse than being a lender and a realtor's like, I'll refer you if you refer me. And I was like, I wish it worked that way. I wish it worked. I wish people woke up, drove their happy butts to my office, found the elevator up to the sixth floor, walked in, rung the bell, and I got to run up there like, how can I help you today? No, it doesn't. People don't want the mortgage. They want the real estate. They want the home. They want a place to build their memories, raise their family, generate wealth. The mortgage is just the means to an end. It gets them there. It's the tool that we use. Mm -hmm. So very rarely do most lenders, 
have an opportunity to refer realtors. And the time I was able to refer realtors, do you think they were good referrals? No, mm -hmm. no. There was a time that I was purchasing leads and I had a team and we were working those leads and we had big purple dot and we were doing text campaigns and we were doing voicemail campaigns and we were doing the double click phone call when the lead came in within three minutes, yeah, yeah, all yeah. the things you're supposed to do just to get someone willing to say, I'm interested in a house. Yes, I'll talk to a realtor, but those converted at such a mm -hmm. small percentage as it, per as it pertains to when my neighbor, Andrew went to buy an investment property. Andrew's like, Hey Dio, who should I call? Yeah. Oh, you know what? Mm -mm. You need to call Jenny Weimer over at <laughs> Keller Williams and Jenny and her team will take great care of you. Right? Like that's the referral that realtor wants. Those convert 70% of the time. Gotcha. But to answer your question, rarely does someone reach out to us first. It's not that they can't. And we coach loan officers how to get more what we call current client referrals. So someone you're currently mm -hmm. helping mm -hmm. past client referrals or getting past clients to come back to you. Right, there's systems and processes that a very successful LO can be following for that. And if you're a client of one of those LOs, please know that's why they're marketing to you. They want you to refer them. That's how they get a raise. That's how their business grows. They want you to come back to them when you need to refinance. They want you to come back to them when you're looking to move up from your starter home to maybe your forever home or move down from your forever home to your empty nester home. Yeah. Right, that's kind of how this world operates. But to circle back to what we originally had talked about, which is can or does or do, do. <laughs> yeah. lenders pay realtors to refer them? The answer is no, a resounding no. And if you find out that it is happening, you should turn in both the real estate agent for receiving it, as well as you should turn in the lender for paying it. But please know, like everything in life, there's a gray line. There is a gray line, and the mortgage and real estate industry loves to play in the gray. Love that shit. Yeah, and some of it's because of, of just the whole capitalistic nature, and sometimes we put on too many handcuffs, and we should let the free market be free. So they're going to push the envelope a little bit, and CFPB is going to step in, and they're going to try to moderate what can and can't be pushed. But you do get lenders who try to bring value, like we talked about, to their real estate communities. Value is hosting events happy hours, lunch and learns, and sometimes doing co-branded marketing. But co-branded means at a minimum 50-50. Half the money needs to be spent on the lender, half the money needs to be spent by the realtor. And let's say it was a postcard, half of that postcard needs to feature the lender if the lender paid half. Mm -hmm. Half that postcard needs to feature the realtor if the realtor paid half. The lender can't pay half, but then only show up <laughs> on like a thumbnail size on the postcard. No, mm -hmm. the postcard has two sides to it, Literally, the lender needs to be on one side if they paid half. Hmm. Now, if the lender only paid 25%, then the lender should take, take up 25%. So just understand this without me getting too geeky and down that rabbit hole. There are rules. There are regulations. It is regulated so that it allows lenders and realtors to partner together. And my words, play in the gray, but not to just blatantly violate. And I'm not saying that blatant violation doesn't happen. Look, we live in the real world, and the real world is full of not full, the real world crime happens, bad things happen to good people, uh, good people do dumb things. And in the real world, there definitely are people out there that are doing things anti what is allowed per regulation. But the general consensus is that we all recognize it is illegal for a lender to compensate a realtor because they referred them.
How was that? Hopefully that, that answered. Yeah. I mean, this was like a litany of like four or five different types of questions that all fit in this overall genre yeah. uh, where we didn't go with it. And we don't have time to do it. But for our loan officer friends, we're going to be hosting these calls twice a month, every single month on Zoom with me moderating, me coaching, me teaching. It's sales training for loan officers. If you want to discuss how do you handle it mm. when a realtor hits you up for money to go towards co-branded marketing, whether or not you should do it, the pros and cons, I love covering that on those coaching calls. And I just had a, um, a question come in that was more specific to even that. It's, hey, D.O., I've been paying 500 bucks a month for the past six months. What? It ain't working out. I'm not seeing any referrals, and the referrals I do receive are not converting. Can you please coach me through the type of conversation I should be having with this local real estate agent? And I said, hell to the yes. Go to tloponline.com, become a premium plus member, have access to all of our training videos, all of our scripts, all of our resources, all of our discounts, and the two monthly sales training, i.e. coaching calls. And this would be a great topic that not only could I feed to this particular mortgage professional, but the other 50 or 60 that log in that day. There you go. Yeah. So that's all I have to say about that, John. Word. Yeah. If you like this particular episode or you like what we do and you want to see us doing more of this, here's our ask. Make sure you're giving us a five-star review. Make sure you're sharing this literally with anybody. Strangers. Anybody, everybody, strangers, friends, foes. The content <laughs> we create is children 18 plus for a reason. This is not just for mortgage professionals, not just for real estate professionals, not just for real estate investors, and not just for people looking to buy a house. We teach you the shit they didn't teach us in school. His name is John Coleman. My name is Dustin Owen. That's all the time we have for you today, but we look forward to catching you on the next episode.